0: Well, hello to everybody. Um, Mike Haggerty here again at uh, the Consiglio Wellness Center Health Wrap, and so excited tonight. We've got a special guest with us, uh, Julie Diamond, who is a personal trainer. Julie lives in California, and we kind of had a strange way of connecting. We can maybe get into that a little bit later, but Julie, it's so great to have you on the show.
1: Uh, it's great to be here, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, Julie. Um. Before we even get started, like I said, we had sort of a strange introduction that uh, we were in a group, uh, a Facebook group that I I kind of picked you out of the pack. You, uh, you moved around a little bit recently, but uh, essentially being a personal trainer, uh, our commonality was that we were both in this group called Ageless. And uh, you focus a lot on longevity and working with your clients in that respect, and you also had mentioned to me that uh, even though you work with younger clients, sometimes your focus oftentimes is still with longevity. Uh, why don't you give us just a little bit of background on yourself and you know kind of what got you started into personal training?
1: Great, I will. Um, longevity is, is very important to me, partly because that's what got me into personal training. So when I was in my early mid 20s, Both my parents fell very ill, terminally ill, and I lost them young. I was at the time in the fashion industry because that's what I had studied in college, um, textiles and marketing. Um, I was running back and forth to New York. I was living on the East Coast at the time. And as I watched my parents and I watched their illnesses, I had just the recurring thought that if they just continued some sort of program or or started some sort of program early in life. They didn't their nutrition was pretty good, but they didn't work out. They didn't take care of themselves. And the stress especially built up a lot of the mental stress. So it wasn't just the physical that they didn't take care of themselves. This the stress release we get from working out, doing activities, doing sports is as important as the physical. And I made a decision that I was Somewhat over the fashion industry and if I could just make a difference in someone's life, then I was going to switch over to fitness. And so I started just collecting certifications and slowly but surely training a client here, training a client there. And then it got to where I built up my business and I left the fashion industry and entered fitness.
0: That's that's quite a journey. And, and so at this present time, um, you know, maybe putting the cart a little bit before the horse here, but what does your business look like? You're located out in California. Um, mm-hmm. And, and a, a lot of what you're doing right now is is through the Internet and, and Zoom everything. and so on. Yeah. Well, everything.
1: Hundred percent. So I am. I'm out in Los Angeles. And before COVID hit, I was probably 90 percent out in the field. So I would go to people's homes, I would go to sets, I would you know, have go to studios, things like that. And that's the way I was training clients. Once COVID hit, I had to like do a quick turnaround and I asked all my clients to go on FaceTime or Zoom. And it was just a whole new way of training and uh, through social media um, and through just my clients trusting me and let's figuring this out together. Uh, not now 100% of my business is online. Um, I've also started a class twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9.30 in the morning. It's just a 30-minute class, and it's a hit class, high-intensity interval training. And I have every age, um, people from actually around the world taking the class, which is really fun. And we record the class in case somebody misses it. And so I started that because I wasn't going into studios, uh, teaching classes any longer, obviously with COVID. And then I started doing videos as well. So um, with this last go around, all my clients, everybody is still online. 90, 90%, no, 99, 100% right now. I only had one client that before Christmas I saw in person, I had two. And then we got shut down again here in LA. So we went back online.
0: Julie, what would you say to to a new person that's just kind of like maybe they've been sedentary most of their life? Maybe uh, a lot of the people that we work with in, at the CWC, they're teachers, and they really haven't been in the fitness game. Maybe they played sports in high school, but since that time, they haven't done anything. And now all of a sudden, you know, middle age has sort of crept up on them. What would you tell them? I mean, how, how do you get into the game?
1: You know, Baby step at a time. I, what is, what is the quote? You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. That's what I tell them. And I tell them not to be hard on themselves. There's enough people out there pounding, pounding, pounding. That's not fitness, in my opinion. Fitness is about longevity. Fitness is about the long haul. And you don't have to go in thinking that you're going to come back and be this amazing athlete, or you have to train five, six times a week and whatnot, find what works for you, set your goals and set baby steps. So that you have realistic goals that you can actually achieve the first two weeks. Don't look at a month out. You can have goals for a month out, but just really focus on what you're doing these two weeks and stick to it. And then after those, just how I set up my clients. And after these two weeks, then we'll focus on the next two weeks. And then now all of a sudden we have a month of success behind us then we can look back at the good success we've done and allow us to start looking into the future so just getting into it slowly without all at once i mean it's that same every new year's everyone jumps in it at once and about this time of year once the end of january comes most people's new year's resolutions are out the window
0: yeah absolutely and you know, I, I, as, a, as a health coach myself, I also know that you have to meet people where they're at, right? Yes. And people are coming into the game at a different place all the time. Some, like I said, maybe they've been working out a little bit, but they haven't been doing anything with their nutrition. And some people are right. just the opposite. They've done a little bit here, but not something there. Uh, and it's, it, it is something to say that uh, there is some... Uh, totality to this. There's like doing a little bit of everything. I don't think that you can jump in this and say, well, I'm just going to work out and and neglect your nutrition. You can't just do nutrition and then say, well, I'm not doing any walking. I'm getting no movement. So it is sort of like putting the package together.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I love what you just said, meeting someone where they're at. So for example, the example you just gave me, somebody who you know, a teacher who's not been in the fitness game in you know, years and years and years and whatnot, coming into meeting them where they're at, meeting them, you know, that they don't have to go all in, all at once, all of a sudden. It gets overwhelming that way.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about that person that's kind of in the beginning. What would you tell them is sort of like the most important first steps? What what do we need to what do we need to do to get them in the game and maybe get them through the first five or six months?
1: A lot of it's mental. I tell them that their mind's going to go first. Their body is usually pretty capable, but their mind's going to talk them out of it. And so they have to get a really strong mindset. Um, I set them up with water. Most people don't drink enough water. So first thing in the morning, um, before they to eat or drink anything else they're guzzling water i want them to guzzle 8 to 10 ounces of water and just really really absorb that and then throughout the day they're going to be more thirsty and then we'll set up a periodization program for somebody like that i would set up a program where we would set up the first i would probably go 2 to 3 months with me setting up 6 months but With them, two to three months, but having them really just focus on the first two weeks. And then setting goals. Have them set Mm -hmm. goals. What are their goals? Because everyone's goals are are different. You know, some people want to look good. Some people want to feel good. Some people want to run a, you know, a marathon.
0: What would you say some of the biggest myths are in the health and fitness industry?
1: Uh, One myth, which I think is still around and cracks me up. Um, that you're going to get bulky using heavy weights for women, and that's a big myth. I mean, we can bulk you up if you want that, but yeah. more than likely, you're going to need drugs.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's exactly. like
1: less than one percent of women who is going who are going to get really bulky, um, and that's probably the the biggest myth that I still hear mm-hmm. all the time. Um, we
0: were. We were also talking, you know, in, in that regard, to me, I, I hear a lot of myths. Um, I'm sort of a self-proclaimed biohacker myself. Like, I, I experiment with some things at the same time. Uh, I, I do different types of workouts. I engage in different supplements in, at times. Uh, but it, I think that the, the baseline is is that it's it's movement and exercise. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. It's movement and exercise and, um, and eating somewhat healthy, making sure you're getting your greens, making sure you're getting a variety.
0: Yeah, I like that. And, and, um, you know, personally, I spend, I'm probably a bit of a food snob, Um, people that know me, um, I'm definitely, uh, I don't know that I'm picky. I just, I like what I like and I know what I feel is helping my body and serves me well versus those things that don't. Um, I'm really careful with uh, the hydrogenated oils in particular. I'm a big fan of Dr. Kate Shanahan and some of her research and uh, sugar. Essentially, I'm very careful with that. But uh, before we got started here, you had mentioned like 80-20. And I like that idea that you're sort of like living a, a life. Uh, I wouldn't say moderation because it's, it's not perfectly 50, 50, but 80, 20 sort of keeps you on the right track. Is that, is that fair? Yeah,
1: it's balanced. Um, and it keeps you on the right track. And for the most part, 80, 20 means for me, cause I'm working Monday through Friday, um, Monday through Friday, it's easy for me to be pretty clean with my nutrition and get in my workouts on the weekends I play. So mm-hmm. that's. 80/20 rule will change a little bit if I'm going on vacation, then for a couple weeks I'll be 90/10. If I'm mm. on vacation, let me tell you. It's definitely <laughs> 70/30 and sometimes it's 50/50. Just depends cuz I'm going to enjoy myself on vacation.
0: You got to love it. Um any other myths that you think are in the industry that is really holding a lot of people back that if 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 truth be known, uh maybe they could make faster and better progress?
1: Uh, One myth that I'll say that I also hear a lot is that you should stretch before you work out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, The importance of a pre-workout stretch is it is very important, although it can be confusing for most people because you still want to warm your body up first because stretching is you maintaining, you want to increase the range of motion through a joint. And you have to make sure you're warmed up first. I see a lot of people getting into the gym or a studio and going right into the stretch room to stretch before they warm up their body, their body temperature. So that's a pretty big myth, I would say. Um, yeah. Take, take a good five minutes to warm up. Just walk on the treadmill, walk on. It doesn't take much. And then getting into your stretching.
0: Another quick question. Um, mm-hmm. Some of these are kind of like speedballs I'm throwing at you, but what, what are your thoughts on on uh, supplementation along with a good diet? Um, you know I personally I'm, I feel like we can't supplement ourselves into a healthy nutrition program, but we could add um, icing on the cake. I don't know what your thoughts are. We haven't had that discussion. so what are, what are you thinking?
1: I think that um, supplements, and vitamins, all of that is good. I think people use them as a crutch um, and they shouldn't be substituted for a good diet. Um, I do think as we age, certain supplements are incredibly important. I encourage all my clients to go have their blood work done. So they really know what they need and have the doctor or nutritionist um, go through it with them. So they understand, like if if you're not, if you've been lethargic for a while and you're not feeling great, you might need B12. You might need a little bit more vitamin B. Um, so I, I'm not somebody who thinks you should just throw supplements at someone. I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I believe in taking a multivitamin and I believe in getting your blood work done and figuring out, and that's what I do. I mean, I do take supplements, um, but it's based on my own blood work.
0: Do you recommend, uh, at least at some point, most of your clients, or would you recommend it to the general population to get a blood pull, or is that something that uh, maybe comes down the road? What are your thoughts, and where does that play in?
1: To get, I'm sorry, to get a blood. To get a
0: blood draft, yeah, if somebody um, were to get blood pulled.
1: I think it's very important. I think it tells a lot about you uh, and about and about where you are. So mm-hmm. yes, it's not that difficult to do. Um, most insurance pays for all of it for the most part. Mm-hmm. so it's worth it especially as we age, mm-hmm. especially you know once we hit that 40 45 year years old and up, um, you're gonna see a you know things that you may not see. I like having my uh, clients get their hormones checked after a certain age as well, usually 45 to 50.
0: Yeah. What, what are some of your challenges, Julie? I mean, you've been in the fitness industry for quite some time. Uh, you mentioned in the earlier part of the show that, um, you, you saw the struggles that your parents had sort of ignited your interest in health and wellness and fitness. What, uh, what would you say are your challenges today? Um, or some of the challenges that maybe you've had and you, you've worked through those
1: minus time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, when people say I don't have the time to work out, I get it. Even though it, you think I'm doing it all day long, I'm really not. I'm coaching just like you and you're, we're, we're working with clients, but mm-hmm. I'm not working on myself. So finding the time and really, um, carving that out for myself, I can, can be a challenge. And that was one of the things I've decided, you know, now I'm, I'm literally carving myself time to train and work out like I do a client, like I'm my own client. And then yeah. I've also, I've also, um, with my business partner, now we train together three times a week. Um, we used to do it and then in COVID got out of it and now getting back into that again, the accountability, cause I love accountability.
0: Yeah let's 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 talk just a little bit about that because I was going to ask you that anyway how do you deal now because if uh, most of your workouts are on on zoom you're obviously not seeing people face to face and that is one big difference
1: mm-hmm. uh, i'm
0: assuming is that accountability element how how do you work with your your clients are you asking them to give you updates do you see who's checking in on your zooms uh, how does that look
1: I definitely do. I, I ask for updates um, with a lot of my clients in the beginning um, of a work uh, of starting with them. I'll have them keep a food journal. So for you know, usually three to five weeks, we're touching base a couple times a week anyway about their food journal. Even though I'm mm-hmm. only having them do a food journal for about five days, but then we're talking about it because that's how long it takes to really create a habit. Um, and then I have a pretty much open door policy, which may not work for everybody, but I tell people, text me, call me, email me. I'll get back to you within 24 hours, usually within 12, usually even more. But even if it's a silly question, especially in the beginning, um, there's, there's really no silly questions if it has to do with your health. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I get texts a lot. Um, most everyone's really great about not texting at ridiculous times, but sure. I do want accountability. I do want them to touch base with me. In addition, though, I ask them to find a buddy, find somebody who is a support of some sort, whether it's you know your husband, wife or best friend, um, a relative, somebody who you can go to for support.
0: What do you see as some of the roadblocks for people that you deal with? I mean, I certainly know some of the ones that I deal with, but what what are some of the roadblocks? You mentioned time already, right? That Mm -hmm. that that seems to be sort of a uh, an element of concern for a lot of people. Are there other major roadblocks? I think a lot of people think that their problems are just unique to them. But you find out that there's a lot of similarities in people's issues of why they're not working out, why they're not eating well, all of those things. What are some of the things that you see that are are really putting a halt on some of uh, your clients' progress?
1: One that comes up a lot is motivation, and that's come up a lot in COVID. It's hard to motivate myself. It's hard to get going. It's you know I just can't find that motivation to get going. And that's where a coach or a trainer really kicks in. Um, motivation would be a big one. That's yeah, really I would big, agree. Big, I, big and,
0: and you think that there has been a big change since we've started, uh, or we've been in this COVID mentality for a while, that that's been a big issue?
1: I think so. I think so. I think people... I mean, I think this COVID mentality has has really, um, really affected our psyche, and it mm-hmm. has been hard. And you have a few people who who've really gone the other way, but a lot of people are, you know, they're they're used to the one on one, they're used to that energy, they're used to that. Now we don't have it, um, and they they're they're having a hard time to. Um, pull it up, you know, pull themselves up to find it within themselves.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get a little personal now. I've got to ask you this. What does a day of of Julie Diamond's life look like? I mean, like you said earlier, you thought, you know, some people may think that you just train, 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 train. But what does your day look like, Julie? What happens in the morning? Uh, I, I think people, if they have templates, sometimes I'm not saying everybody's going to follow yours, but, and they're certainly not going to likely follow mine, but what would be a typical day in Julie Diamond's life?
1: Wake up at 6.30 every morning, Monday through Friday. Um, And I start with that water that I told you about. So I will drink water. And then I will take the dog out Who I'm sure you've heard barking in the background.
0: (laughs) Makes it real, doesn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Makes it very real. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I need time in the morning. So 6.30 to 8 o'clock is my time. I meditate. I read. Um, and usually that's about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes where I meditate and then I read a couple passages that help inspire me. Um, and then I have coffee and breakfast. And I go through then at once I've you know sort of settled in, I'll start going through emails and texts and answering emails and texts from clients or companies that I'm working with and whatnot. I do Instagram um social media instagram facebook twitter um then i take the dog out again (laughs) she gets a lot um and then i set myself up i mean now i'm training out of my house for the most part or i'm training at my business partner's house so then i just you know bring out the weights bring out the programs i go through the programs that i'm um Uh, that I'm working on for the day. I usually have seven to nine clients a day. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have a Zoom class. I finish up work between six and seven at night. Um, In between, I set up in the morning. I'll set up the times that I'm going to eat throughout the day. Like I said, I'm much more of a grazer. Um, Sometimes I'll set up in the morning my food for the day even though I've pretty much already done that on the weekends. Um, and then comes six, seven o'clock, ready to make dinner, take the dog out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting. It's a very glamorous life out here in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and we just got news today. We're opening up again, 50% capacity.
0: Oh, wow. So, okay. That is big so that comes, news.
1: It's big news.
0: That is so, big news.
1: Yeah. And then I, and I'm, in, I'm in bed early.
0: Yeah, I've gotten yeah. to be, I used to not be that way, you know, as, as we get yeah. a little older, though, that, that changes and I become much more of a morning person. Um, if you would have told me that I was going to be a morning person back when I was in college, I oh, would have yeah. said, college, not going yeah. <laughs> to But
1: gonna
0: it's interesting happen.
1: that you bring that up because I also, that's the other thing that I talk to my about constantly is sleep. That's when our body recovers. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the go, go, go. They think they're making all the difference in the workout. I have to remind them it's the recovery phase that's really making the difference. So if you just work out and you don't allow yourself any recovery, then you're not doing yourself very much good. And Let's a lot go- of the recovery sleep.
0: Yeah, let's talk just a moment about that recovery. Uh, how do you build recovery? You did mention you do the meditation in the morning. Um, do you build any other modalities of, of uh, recovery into your day or your week? What, what does that look like? I, I, I have mine. I'm lucky. My wife is a massage therapist, so (laughs) I know it's pretty sweet, but uh, I'm just like everybody else. If I fail to schedule, I don't get a massage. So yeah. uh, uh, What, what does that look like for you? What's your, your recovery mechanisms?
1: Um, When I can, I'll do the infrared sauna. Um, I have a, in my complex, I have a swimming pool. One's a saltwater pool and one is uh, heated and, um, I'll go from one to the other. The one that is not heated is pretty damn cold, cold enough for me. So I'll do the cold plunge. Oh, um, I love it. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a bittersweet relationship with that. And yeah. then, uh, I'm a big fan of stretching foam rolling. I'll use the hypervolt. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm a big fan of water. I think it does it
0: wonders for the body. We have no water here this time of year. We have only ice in the surface.
1: So it's like, <laughs> it's um, freezing there, huh?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit cold. But um I got it. I got it. You probably already recognize, right? The Kansas City yes. Chiefs are onto the Super I Bowl again. That. So I'm yes. supporting the uh, the Chiefs a little bit today. So um Go and I'm not I'm not really a fair weathered friend though because we do have a few of them around here because I remember supporting them back when they win when like one or two games the entire year back in the 80s so uh, it's sort of oh, nice to have a chance to to visit two super Bowls and and uh so yeah just a little bit yeah I'm definitely gonna be supporting them now uh yeah. tell me a little bit Julie tell me do you have um, like, what are your recreational times? Do you get to do some things? It sounds like you're busy as heck on a daily schedule. Um, what, how do you do that? I mean, how do you fit it into your busy schedule?
1: Usually the weekends. Um, I love to hike. I love the beach. This year I took up surfing. So I, I took surfing lessons um, once or twice a week uh, in the summertime when we were opened up. Loved that. I just started boxing.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: So that's uh, really fun.
0: You scared um, me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> um, and then, you know, then the typical just I love going out to dinner with friends and socializing and that sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, if, if I, uh, you know, I, again, I don't want to get too long in the tooth with all of this. And, uh, but I, I think that, you know, one of the things it would be important at this point in time to probably say, hey, uh, how if somebody wanted to uh, dial in up on your program, um, and what would that look like if they were to reach out and say, "Hey, I just want to, you know, maybe do an in-home class off of Zoom"? How do I how do I connect with Julie Diamond?
1: Oh, that's easy. Just go to Julie Diamond Fitness, and uh, they can shoot me an email, and I'll get them on my newsletter, and I reply to everybody. So shoot me an email and I'll put them on my newsletter and, or, you know, an inquiry. If they ask, um, any questions they want, what they're interested in, um, if they're interested in personal training, if they're just interested in zoom, whatever, I get back to people within 24 hours. I find that time for sure. So Julie diamond fitness is my website and you can, there's just a place there to contact me.
0: And I can, I can add that to the show notes. When we finish up, I can put it on the Facebook, um, all of that good stuff, so uh, people can reach out and, and get sure. a hold of you if they would like to. Um, and if somebody were to start, let's say, uh, would are there different layers of your classes, or is it just jump in and go? At, but do it at your own pace. How do you how do you coach through that?
1: Great question. Um, I give levels and I give modifications. So what I typically do is, in the class, I'll give an exercise. And then with that exercise, I'll give a modification if you have injuries or you're just starting out. And then I'll give a progression to the exercise if you feel like you can do more and you're a little bit more advanced. And then I'll watch people on Zoom as much as I can to see, you know, how their form is and how they're doing. And some people i will say, you know, you, you can try the progression a little bit. Other people, if they're if I'm not loving what they're doing, I'll have them. Pull back a little bit. I really push. If you need to modify, modify. If mm-hmm. you're injured, some like give your time, give your. I have to do it all the time. I I actually had COVID over um, the holidays. Oh so wow! Coming back was wow. Really having to modify. So and having to modify my own class.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you've worked, you've worked through it. Obviously, back to pretty much full health and everything.
1: Back to full health. I'm 100. That's great.
0: Good job. Yeah. Well, I actually went in for my first tier of vaccination today. Oh, you did. Yes. You yes, I did. Uh, I feel wonderful. But- yeah. And I the funny thing was, is that I went in and I've got this long sleeve shirt on and my chief's shirt over the top of that. And I walked in. I go, you dumb butt. You walked in. And so I didn't have I had to take my shirt off. I felt like a real moron. (laughs) And and, uh, the gal, the gal did. And we're talking and she goes, well, that's it. And I said, I didn't even realize that I got the shot. I mean, literally, I do remember her wiping it off with the alcohol swab, but I don't remember even getting the shot. So it was totally
1: painless. You're not feeling anything now? No,
0: No, I still have to get my workout in tonight. (laughs) Great. That's great. No, I I feel fantastic. I have no issues right now. I do know that a few folks that have had the COVID shot that have had a bit of a reaction to it. Yeah. Um. You know, but... Yeah, everywhere from like minor soreness in the arm and some people even had more flu-like symptoms and stuff. But, right. uh, you know, knock on wood, um, I feel fantastic and uh, looking forward to um, getting my second one. I think it is um, February 15th or something like that. Right, you so. have
1: to wait, what, two or three weeks, something like exactly.
0: that. Exactly, yeah. But they uh, they really had it laid out very clean and you walked in went through um they identified that it was you and then gave you a little card and then some more information you walk through these uh like cow st- styes that you go in and uh eventually you get to the final spot and they call you back and they you know you're in and out they do ask you to sit around for 15 minutes or so just to make sure that everything is okay um mm-hmm. and and there's so that of like this uh post waiting room when it's all over, but it, yeah, uh-huh. it went really, went really smoothly. So.
1: That's great. I but, did, when I had COVID, I did the monoclonal antibodies cocktail. Oh yeah. Because I had asthma and ah. because of the asthma, it was a, a preexisting condition that is, that they would allow you either had to be, was it six or 65 65 or having some sort of preexisting condition And Mm -hmm. they accepted asthma. So I I did get that cocktail.
0: Well, that's fantastic.
1: Really much better afterwards.
0: Yeah. Well, I've heard nothing but good things in that regard as well. So, well, I hope we get through this mess, you know, soon and we kind of get back to some form of normal lifestyle that, um, you know, I do I do a lot of Zooms with my clients as well. I do miss some of the more face-to-face opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a place for both, you know, and I like feel. for you, I, I'm excited that maybe some of our listeners might dial in and, and say, hey, Julie, I'd, I'd like to train with you. Uh, I've got a couple of gals that we work with. Uh, Casey Hazy is a great one. Kristen Reed, we've got two ones a does a little bit more in the area of personal training. And uh, that's Casey. And then Kristen, uh, she actually does our yoga classes that I kind of help oversee for um, uh, we, we the the school district here in blue springs purchased a ymca and uh oh. so we actually have that facility to our disposal and and it's been it's been a blessing uh Kristen Great. does the yeah she does all of our yoga classes for us but uh you know i would really encourage people to check out your stuff i know you're so active on social media as well um as a matter of fact i feel guilty because i see your stuff all the time and i've never taken one of your classes yet so i'm gonna have to do that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i
1: know will uh, send you the link
0: okay i don't like the way you looked at me when, when you said <laughs> that and, and rubbed your hands it's like oh my god you're gonna beat up this old no, guy they're right?
1: actually great fun they're great fun and i've recently brought on my business partner who does it with me so we have a lot of fun so it's a it's just really it's a great group actually and everyone sort of knows each other so many people know each other now some of the times I have like 35 people and people are ch- chatting hi like in, <laughs> before we get on so it's fun
0: that's fantastic and I'm sure that you know all of them are excited you're, you're so energetic you've got uh you, you you're you a picture of health I, I was joking with you earlier you have zero body fat right and uh <laughs> And that's that, that I was just wondering, you know, somebody that does 80, 20, I still enjoy my wine and I like this and I like that. It's like, wait a minute. How do you have zero body fat at that at that level? You know, and, and for women in particular, that's a difficult challenge. It is for, a
1: challenge, especially after a certain age. Yeah. Um, once you hit menopause, perimenopause and menopause. Um, you know, I, I think I've been lucky in a little bit of the genetics department. Um, my identical twin and I both are you know, we never really had a weight problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think consistency, which is one thing we haven't talked about, which is a big word of mine. I've been consistent since my mid twenties.
0: I like Um, that. And I think that, you know, you are absolutely right, Julie. I think that that's really overlooked. It's not mm -hmm. to say somebody can't start when they're 45, somebody can't start when they're 50. However, if there has been consistency it does help because your body is able to regulate and, and the metabolic processes are already in place and you're not starting from scratch. So I do think that that, That that's a very valid point is that if you start early and you are consistent and you just drip, uh, you know, with your nutrition, uh, stay on track the best that you can uh, continue to move and continue to get exercise, add in those recovery mechanisms and and modalities. uh, It's a big game changer. I think the consistency is a term that's really overlooked.
1: I I agree. I agree.
0: Well, I'm again, anything else, Julie, you got to add, what would you, how do you want to close, close this out today? What do you want to tell us?
1: Um, I want to tell that we are getting through this first and foremost, that we will get through it. And, um, anybody interested in taking my zoom, shoot me a email via Julie diamond fitness. And, um, don't forget to drink your water. (laughs) 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 And it's doable. Like don't like. I want people not to feel like health and fitness has to be so daunting, because we see a lot of people out there just go go go. Just take the first step, take that baby step, and enjoy the journey because it, it can be really fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I thank you so much, Julie. You've been such an amazing guest, mm-hmm. and I I knew that you would be. Uh, your energy, like I said earlier, shows through so so well, and. Maybe Thank we'll get you, you back on here down the road and, and visit, maybe give us some updates on things and how your business and everything's going. And, um, and I do encourage people to reach out. And like I said, I'll put it in the show notes so that uh, they can at least catch up to you and maybe dial in on one of your classes then.
1: Love it. Thank you so much. It was an honor being on the show. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Th-
0: thanks. Thanks again, Julie. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.